Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Christians in Rome, told them that the gospel, which is the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that the gospel was the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek or the Gentile. Well, I explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jew first. The Jewish Messiah has come to his chosen people, the Jewish people. And you need to understand the command, the contradiction, the compassion, the covenants, and the conflict that will surround the Jewish people and getting the gospel message to them. I have a five-part audio series on CD that will assist you in understanding the Jewish person and how we must be involved in getting the gospel message to them. This series is entitled, To the Jew First. If you'd like to get your copy of it, I'll tell you in just a moment the number you can call, a toll-free number, to make your order. This will assist you in understanding how to communicate the gospel message to the Jew as well as to the rest of the world. I'll give you that toll-free number to call in just a moment. But before I do that, let's take a moment and listen to the first in the series of To the Jew First. This is entitled, The Command. We'll be back in a moment after you listen to this portion of the message, and I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of the entire five-hour audio series on CD. Now, here's the message. Do you understand what I'm saying, folks? What I've said, I mean, you see, they told me in Preacher Boys School to tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. Here's what I told you. In the beginning, God chose a people the Jewish people. And when he made the nations, he put the Jews and their city, Jerusalem, right in the center of it, all the nations around them. You see, God set the nations, arranging them the way he wanted them for purpose of ministry, to win the world, the Gentiles, to him. Satan comes along, and he starts aligning those nations. You see, Satan's whole plan has been to corrupt everything God did. And so he aligns these nations, not for a ministry, but for a massacre to try to wipe out the Jew. Oh, by the way, you know when that massacre takes place? Let me show you something. Let me just give you a short lesson in eschatology. The next main event in God's calendar of activities. That's the rapture of the church. Jesus shouts, the archangel shouts, the trumpet God sounds, and we're out of here. The rapture of the church. It's the next main event in God's calendar of activities. After the rapture, and let's let this pulpit represent the second coming of Jesus Christ, between the rapture and the second coming is seven years. Now, what is this over here? I can't hear you. What's this over here? Okay. What's this over here? I can't hear you. How many years in between? Oh, you're doing good, class. You know when this battle that I'm talking about, these nations aligning themselves against the Jewish people, Satan's alignment for a massacre takes place after the rapture in the first six months of the tribulation. What am I saying? God's given us a command. What's that command? Go to the Jew first and also the Gentiles. But go to the Jew first. Why? Out of honor. 
out of respect, out of principle, because he told us to, with the gospel message. Why? Oh, because they gave us the Savior. Our salvation, John 4, 22, is from the Jew in Jesus Christ. So then we should take that gospel message to the Jew first. And then, because of the fact they've given us the word of God, which tells us not only how to gain salvation, but then how to live the saved life in the future. And then, because they're chosen. Because of what they've done, they were chosen to be the missionaries to the world. Oh, by the way, God hadn't done away with the Jew and negated the promises to the Jew, but one thing he has done is put them on the shelf. Put, and that's worse than not being really born again almost, saved and not being used of God and on a shelf someplace. Well, they're not saved, but that ministry that he called them to has been put on a shelf for a little bit. Oh, they will get back into it. But you know what he did? First John, excuse me, First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says this. We're a royal priesthood, peculiar people, holy nation, a chosen generation. That's us. We Gentiles that have come to know Jesus Christ as Lord, those Jews that have come to, you see, I say I'm a Gentile believer. Others have said they're just, hey, we're all Christians. Ephesians chapter 2 says, there were two identity, Gentile and Jew. Wall of petition in between. When Jesus Christ died, was buried and resurrected, took the wall out and made two people one. We're now Christians. I'm a Gentile background, toys a Jewish background, uh, uh, the others of a Jewish background. But let me say this. Those of us that are now Christians, that that he gave to the Jewish people, Exodus chapter 19, peculiar treasure, people above all people, holy nation, kingdom of priests. Now listen, royal priesthood, like a kingdom of priests. Holy nation, same phrase. Peculiar treasure, peculiar people. People above all people, chosen generation. That's us. That's verse 9. Oh, the rest of the verse I forgot to tell you. To show forth the praises of him who hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. To the Jew first, also to the Greek. What would God have you to do? You see, I told you about God's arrangement of the nations, and then I talked to you about Satan's alignment of the nations. God's arrangements of the nations was for ministry. Satan's alignment of the nations was for a massacre. Why did I bring that to your attention? It tells us the time is short. It tells us the Lord is coming. It tells us those of us who have privilege and opportunity now to go forth and show forth the praise of men to call us out of darkness and his marvelous light, we're about to leave here. There'll be people to be saved, but it's going to be a terrible, terrible time upon which to try to find the Lord as their Savior. We need to be going today. We need to be going today. Some of you young people, I am, some of you need to be considering what God would have you to do about the future. And then some of you older people, some of your business people, some of you doctors maybe. I don't know what profession you may have. I don't know exactly. 
what God has in plan. I know what the Word says. I know what His plan has been. I know what Satan's activities are. I know how close we are to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know the time is short. I know what we must be doing. I know there's an urgency about what must be happening. But I don't know what His perfect plan for your life is. All I can do is present the Word of God and pray that God will work in your heart. Let me ask you a question. Would you be willing to say, God, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know if you want me to make a pledge. I don't know if you want me to surrender my life. I, I don't know what you want me to do. What I would be willing to do is say, I'll listen. I'll be open for you to impress on me what I should do. I mean, do we mean business here? Or are we playing a game? Did we sing those missionary hymns just because that's the thing to do and everybody else is singing? Are we for real? This is an invitation for one thing. I will be willing to listen, allowing the Lord to speak to me through the testimonies, through the preaching of the word, through the singing of the songs. I'll listen and allow God to talk to me, to impress me what he wants me to do. I'll be willing to listen. That's all I'm asking you. If you would be willing just to listen and allow the Lord to talk to you, to work through these things I've told you, let's bow and have a word of prayer. Father, the first step is for us to listen with an open heart, an open mind, to try to determine exactly what you want us to do. Now, I do not know what you want anybody in this room to do. I am not the Holy Spirit of God. I do not have that wisdom. I pray and work daily to know what you want me to do. These precious ones have said we will at least be willing to listen, to allow the preached word, the spoken testimony, the songs of missions to work on our hearts. We're willing to listen. Now may you help us to understand what you might want us to do. Thank you for what's going to happen because of our commitment to least listen for your direction. Bless these precious ones. Lord, allow us to listen, to allow you to work and talk and move in our hearts for your glory. May it all be done to bring honor and glory to yourself. My precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for taking a moment to listen to this first part of a new five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. We would love for you to have your own copy. I explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jewish people. I talk about the Jewish Messiah, and I relate how God wants us to be involved in communicating the gospel to his chosen people. This series is entitled, To the Jew First. 
We want you to have your copy. Call this number, 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America. Our staff is standing by. They'll tell you how you can get your copy of the five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. It is essential we be involved in communicating the gospel not only to the Jew, but to every single person around the world. The only reason that the rapture of the church has not taken place and Jesus Christ shouting for us to come join him in the heavenlies is that he is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to the knowledge of the faith. If you would like to have your copy of To the Jew First, a five-hour audio series on CD, call this number right now. It's toll-free, and they'll tell you how you can attain your copy. That's 877-674-3298. And remember, that shout to call us to be with him in the heavenlies could happen today. So let's keep looking up until...